You're listening to United We Scan Podcast. The views and opinions expressed are not that of the United States Postal Service or the National Rural Letter Carriers Association. If you are in need of assistance pertaining to the rural craft, please contact your local steward or assigned district representative. Thank you. You're listening to United We Scan Podcast. The views and opinions expressed are not that of the United States Postal Service or the National Rural Letter Carriers Association. If you are in need of assistance pertaining to the rural craft, please contact your local steward or assigned district representative. Thank you. Good evening, everyone. We are on episode three. I know it's been a couple weeks, unfortunately, between illness and, well, it's the Christmas season. So tonight we have Bill and Josh with us. Mike couldn't make it, but we are here and this is what we're doing. How are you guys tonight? Well, I'm kicking and screaming. Can't wait to uh, the glorious holiday season's over. One of the best times of the year for uh, carriers and slavery, dentured servitude, and just the general postal atmosphere. I'm hanging in there. Um, not looking forward to tomorrow because. Um, we don't have any RCAs on our side in our zone, and um, one of the regulars went in and he was trying to get now we go in and I picked up the one right there. So I got a very not happy text this morning when she actually showed up and I wasn't there. So, and last night I told her when I messaged her and told her, I'm like, look, just leave my stuff if need be. So, tomorrow's going to be really fun. Yeah, I think I put in almost 20 hours of overtime this past week. I walked in Thursday to starting off in OT and had to run the double and then good old Friday and, oh yeah, plus the three hours of package delivery today. Well, you know, we'll see what the rest of the week holds. Oh, on a brighter note, I'm officially a designated 79 now. Yeah. I think that means they still take advantage of you. Oh, oh yeah, of course, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I've had one regular. Exactly. I have one regular in my office. Well, two actually, both Tim and Matt. Shouts out to them that have been. Uh, willing to assist when needed, um, whether that means they take my ox route, I am on one of the bigger overburdened routes, or uh, actually Matt took the ox route and came out and helped me Monday to finish off the route. So I'm going to give kudos to those guys because they are uh, definitely uh, team players and been helping out a lot the last couple weeks. It's been pretty crazy. We do have uh, two new RCAs. One just went to Academy last week. However, due to Tim's accident um, uh, almost a month ago now, his Jeep is still waiting to get fixed, waiting on the parts. So once he gets his Jeep back and I get my Oxrod LLV with the jump seat back, and then I can uh, train the one new guy on, uh, on the route. He, uh, he has been actually coming in and doing some package assistance for us. He, uh, older gentleman, been... Uh, lives actually at the senior center in town. So it's just a retirement job. He's going to be on the J route. 
He uh, actually, 20 years, Navy veteran, uh, worked for FedEx for a little bit. So he's familiar with delivering packages. And so far, you know, it's been interesting. And then we got one more that starts orientation, uh, does that uh, the week of uh, right after Christmas. So that'll be interesting. Yeah, I've been pleasantly surprised. We we have this uh, woman, Kathy. She's in her late fifties, and uh, she's been hanging strong. I you know I thought she'd have bailed by now because of you know the physicality of the work, mm -hmm. but uh, she she's hung in there. Of course, you know she she she's gotten onto the uh, right side of the uh, books in regards to saying how insane the post office is. So you know. <laughs> There's nothing left to the imagination for her already, and you know it's only been a week for her. So that that that's how scary the post office can affect your mindset. Oh yeah, he came in one Sunday, and uh, was upset that the load truck wasn't working on Sunday, and uh, so I uh, I told Matt because he's gonna be subbing on his route and he was taking packages for his route. I said, "You go help him, put him in order." So Matt he put him in order. He numbered them for him. And uh, he's like, I thought this been more organized than this. And Tim just looks at him and goes, dude, this is organized. laughing at him. <laughs> yeah. This is as organized as it's going to get. Yeah, I hate to tell you, but this is organized. No, not really. No, really, it is. Yep. Yeah. That, that, that's Put, scary. They're in, order. they're in order. What more do you want? Mm -hmm. they're, and they're numbered. Yeah. Well, that was before that. Yeah. I'm like, load truck's not going to work it, because they're not scanned and uploaded into the system yet. So they're scanned as a Yeah, it's, it's amazing. It. Yep. Now, here, here's a question for you that, that, that was brought up, okay? If the load, if you're using the um, the load truck function, okay, mm -hmm. they, they, they have to put it in, in through the static system, correct? No. So they can, no? Well, how, how are they getting in, into order? But basically with the load truck, I don't use it. I mean, load truck and package look ahead came, you know, I'm older school than these newer RCAs. Well, so it's not, I mean, I remember when the package look ahead came about. Basically, if when you're loading it uh, as a regular route, doing the load truck, it basically under package look ahead lets you know that it's been loaded on the truck. But, you know, the packages are listed in order on the package. Look ahead. Just the load truck's going to tell you if it's been loaded on there or not, if you scanned it. Yeah, that, that, that's my okay. point. I, I said that wrong. Yeah. But when, when I, you're doing... Um, when, when, well, when I've we, used load truck... No, when we send a sub out on a route that they're not familiar with, okay, they run the packages through a static system for them. So yeah. that they can turn around... I think that's the dynamic delivery, not the load truck. Right. That's why I said I made the mistake saying that, Josh. Yeah. Um, no, okay. because but my, I can you... my office doesn't do Sunday delivery in general, so they don't know how right. to do anything with dynamic delivery. So it's, you know, we don't we don't know how to do any of that to begin with. I mean, I'm familiar with well, it I... from my past office. And when Amazon came in and then I didn't make delivery, but even then I never used the load truck. We had a print off 
And so, you know, I just... It was same for me. We had to print off and it was because they didn't have it in the scanner. They didn't do the dynamic yeah. through the scanner at that point. Um, but I can tell you, like, during the week, if you do load truck, and the only reason I know this is because it'll tell you the address. So on the few that the label is screwed up, you know, the one supervisor like, why don't you use load truck and look it up? It'll tell you what the address is, and then underneath that, it tells you the sequence number, which is corresponding to the line item in the edit book. Yeah. So it'll say... One two three main six fifty three sequence six fifty three. So and it um, designates it that way. Um, so you can, um, you know, if you wanted, you could write that sequence number, and then wind them up in numeric order, if you really right. wanted to. Now, now the thing of it is, okay. When they do that, are, are we getting the proper credit for them? Because our office has a habit of utilizing a vacant route number to do that, to do the the uh, the, the static delivery on it. When they rescan them so that they can do the, the, the function for static delivery. So are we getting credit for them? That that's a really good question. If because, it's static, then no. Because it should be done. My ADR two weeks ago told me there was a step four that was filed on the static, like for um, like we have what they call Plan B, which is yeah, a group of season help to come in and run, and they're doing it static delivery. Anything of mine, which I don't think anything of mine has ever been run that way that they if it's if but if there was because it's static delivery it's not getting route credit right so the step four is for us to get how are they crediting us for our route for that parcel um that's, yeah that's what the step four is supposed to be for but it's not stopping them from doing this and the the question is until, how, how are you going to track I, all this Right. I, that's what I asked him. Like, how are they going to know if I had zero or a hundred in that static? He's like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. So, you know, and, and, no you know. and then I've heard, you know, when you got a lot of people that ask about that type of stuff, well, it's where it was sorted to, you know, when the, when the clerk scan it in and it's assigned to that route. So you get the credit. Well, I want to see that in black and white. I know in my office, if, for instance, Tuesday through Thursday, well, technically Friday, but I'm going to tell them Friday I can't offer any assistance because I have to go Christmas yeah. shopping. I have not done that yet. And, uh, you know, I know if I'm delivering packages after I, if I just have my ox route, I am always switching the route, you know, the, uh, the route number in the scanner to give the proper credit. Exactly. So if you're using a phantom route, you know to set up the static run for the 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 rcas how the hell are you getting credit for it well they, and they shouldn't be doing a phantom route for that they should just be logging going into option six on the scanner and changing to the correct route number when they go to deliver the parcels for that route well no 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 not on the scanner well what they're doing is they're setting up the static route okay they're in setting the up system parcel, parcel routes gotcha 
Right. So, so they're using a phantom route to, to, to deliver parcels. And then they have them go into the scanner and use that route number. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, we haven't. That I don't know because, like I said, I I haven't had that issue because we don't really don't have that type of setup in my current office. So I can totally see where that would be a big, big question. That's uh, something I got to put to the DR. Because uh, there, there's no way you're telling me that we're, we're getting actual credit for that. Mm -mm. You know, and they, they can't prove it anyway. You know? Right. Uh, uh, you know, they, they can't show you anything on the damn scanners. You know, as far as, the, you know, what the, the computer is, uh, you're recording. Yep. And it's just like, you know, are you kidding me? It, it's just, it's so ridiculous that, you know, the, the, the rec system's not working, period, folks. No, it's not. And it's not going to if they're going to continue doing this BS. Mm -hmm. You know, like, you know, you, you hear through the grapevine in the rumor mill about it, you know, possibly beginning delayed again. Of course, if it is, they're not going to announce that until the last minute like they did this last time. Mm -hmm. So what are we, you know. Boy, I like, can tell you. These over, you know, these routes that, you know, like it, for instance, in my office at the last mail count going on almost five years ago, where the post, well, she was the supervisor then, um, counted all the pill packages as flats, because that's what she was told to. When you have a poom that specifically instructs his management underneath of him to keep the routes as small as possible. And one route went from a 46 down to a 43. I went from a 46 to a 42. And then a 41 in the winter when, you know, seasonal things were still the way they were going. But now that's changed. Right. And, you yep. know, we have the one route I... that's a 48K. And... You know what's going to happen when she actually gets that package count for that route? Because that's right. They, they but I went from a forty-seven k down to barely, and when I say barely, I mean like I think the initial paperwork came back as a forty k, and then when it, the formal results, I was a forty-one by like just a couple minutes, just because. Um, you know, it was the nature of the beast of how, you know, the supervisor was being as fair as possible, but there were still a few things, but well, that was just, what, six, seven hour drop? Yeah, well, that's, that like, hurt. you know, and then two weeks after mail count was finished and, and done is when my office got Amazon. So, you know, the Amazon hasn't been counted at all in my office. And then you add on right. the COVID and Christmas on top of that, you know, through the whole time of COVID, we were running Christmas level stuff to the point, well, it just got to be normal. And then you add, well, Christmas right. now on top of it, and it's just an absolute shit show. Mm -hmm. I, I went from a 45K to a 44J with FSS, okay? Ouch. And at that, at that time in 2018, I was averaging 52 packages a day. 
now, you know, during the regular period, you know, I do 172 average. Well, that was like... And my... with Christmas, with Christmas, it's over 300. Well, that's like with my primary route, my only POV route. You know, they, uh, at the last mail count, she was, you know, 50, 60 packages on a heavy day. And, well, 50, 60 packages is an extremely light day now. You know, if we only have 50, 60 that day, wow, we're flying through that route. Mm -hmm. but, you know, yeah. we And we've been breaking, you know, we've broke 200 on that route this year. You know, my office is, it's, is it's, my uh, area is not as big or as busy as your guys's, so the volume's different, but, right. you know, it's, it's like the one day, you know, I knocked off on Matt's little uh, 42J route. Those three days he was gone, I was hammered. I had 216 one day, 220 the next day, and 226 the day after that. And that's quite a bit for that little 42J. Yeah. And I only had to do one that's, second uh... one day. It, th th this is going to be a killer of a week here. I mean, it really is. I, I just. Well, we went in, and the way Amazon's been dropping for us, they've always dropped on the afternoon for the next day. And I think this is the last day they dropped for Sunday because we don't have Sundays in our office, but we've been going in the last few. And so they'll drop on Saturday afternoon, and then Sunday they come in and do another drop. Well, when they came in for their drop today, they only had two skids for one of the three zip codes, and that was it. So Tuesday is going to be hell on those other two zip codes. Oh, yeah. Unless they showed up sometime between then and tomorrow morning. They won't. Nope, because Amazon won't be back till tomorrow afternoon to drop. For okay. Tuesday. And it's not even Amazon it drops. It's a different contractor that picks up and then drops to our local offices. Right. All right. Um, backtracking just a little bit to when we, you know, you were saying, you know, the rumors about mm -hmm. delaying Rex again. Yep. As of as of a couple of weeks ago, um, my buddy works in ops said they're still pushing to get everything done for the January mini survey. So headquarters has not put out information on management side that they're delaying if it is going to happen as of yet. Oh, I should say as of a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, it's just going to be a wait and see at this point. Yeah. Because, you know, it's a lot of getting mapping updated and compl actually completed. Because um, I know I had to go back and remap for all my new we stuff still... that I had activated because it was inactive in the um, when I went and did my initial mapping. Well, yeah. Because it was still under construction. Yeah, we haven't done any additional mapping in my office yet. And so after the holidays and after I get the two newbies trained, I'm going to start pushing on getting that updated. We got the, the, the ADR asked me if the uh, 
supervisor had gone out and put these new uh, cluster boxes, parcel lockers, and collection units on the 4003 for this route. And I started laughing. And he goes, what's so funny? I says, you'd have to know how to do it, wouldn't you? <laughs> it's like, well, they're a supervisor. They went, they went to supervisor school for two weeks to learn everything. I said, uh-huh. I said, you mean the lady who can't figure out how to put the, put a schedule together? You're telling me this? <laughs> I says, you got to be kidding me. I, no, 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 no. I put my foot down. This I place. don't think we have anyone in my building now that knows how to go into RMSS and um actually update the portables. Oh, I'm sorry. There won't be. There might be one. The one supervisor who they told him he he's the opening supervisor. He oversees the clerks. So he does the clerks and his and the zone that he works in so which is all city routes so he won't he can but he won't the rest of them are just idiots i put my foot down this past no week there's plenty of them yeah i put my foot down this past we, week we, we. and told them for this past wednesday that i was just doing my ox route and i could do some package assistance if needed but i had to go to my daughter's band concert absolutely you know i hadn't seen my, and i was like i haven't seen my daughter in two months because of this job i am going to her first sixth grade band concert and so i ran my ox route and i got back and i was like you know i got these brand new case labels sitting here and i'd already told supervisor i'm gonna wait till christmas overtime since i'm getting paid hourly on my uh ox route and so i did i stayed an extra right. hour and redid my case labels i think that's the first time in like Eight years as those case labels have been redone. <clears throat> they keep trying to tell us it's supposed to be done every year. Well, uh, yes, I've, it is. I've been there four years, and I know they had not been redone in the four years that I've been there. So, yeah, they they finally, I completely redid the edit book, changed some stuff around that needed to be fixed, and did the case labels. And, yep. He's like, I'm going to do it Why I'm going to get paid for it. So I did. Well, we, got, we got an alert that because we're working so many hours that some people may not actually get paychecks Friday. Really? Because they're above the $5, And I'm like, okay, yeah. Get, get ready to start cutting some damn uh, money orders. <laughs> And the worst part is they, they don't have to pay but nothing but 65% of your base. I know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, well what, what about all the overtime? You know? Well, and I, I, I mean, it is the end of the, it is the end of the month, you know? Yeah. And, and, you know, the last, you got, and it was the last pay period of the, of the year. The one year, was, yeah. Yeah. Saturday started pay period one. Mm hmm. So. And I, you know, I do know, and it was confirmed by my DR that, you know, when uh, you're making that much and you make over $5,000 as a regular, if you have direct deposit, they cut you a hard check because it's got to be verified. And I think it's right. over two grand, two or three for an RCA. So that'd be interesting. Yeah, I have probably close to 30 hours of overtime on this next check. No. Well, 
apparently when you know i was talking to one of my co-workers um on break and she's like oh you weren't here wednesday for the debacle i'm like no what the adr was in he called her and three other regulars into the break room and was telling them that the system showing that they got overpaid and she's like you know for two pay periods you know between two pay periods she was overpaid nine thousand dollars just for her like how well what came about was the first of the two pay periods they forgot to was the one where they forgot to submit payroll so the second pay period they actually put it in through e-adjust or something so it hit the very next paycheck and it was basically a double check and then they pulled the money back well apparently their system wasn't showing that they pulled the money back so it was showing it was showing the pay advance and then two paychecks, you know, a double paycheck in those two pay periods. Mm. And he's, you know, he already knew it, but he was telling them, look, this is, you know, this is what's going on. This is the amount. And she said, yeah, not one of the four of them, but someone in a different office, in a different station. Their number was like twenty one thousand. Holy shit! Jesus Christ! <laughs> you I mean, know. you know, that, that's half of what I made this year. But it's like how over a couple of pay periods can you get that much? No, you can't, but, yeah, what the hell? I I, I don't understand how they can mess that up like that. I I really don't. Right. So, but the long and short of it was, he basically was telling them, look, this is what's going, this is what's information is coming down to me. If they send you a letter of demand, file on it right away. So they can't start. So they can't start the um, drafting your um, from their paycheck to try and get it back. Oh, I, I, I I don't know. I mean, you know, how how much stupidity does it take to to screw something up like that bad? <laughs> well, well, I mean, you know, proposal, it, right. It, it, Here's here's the third guy we have, the third RCA, who is technically hired in September, starting as of of uh, Saturday. You know, he he went through his training and everything, but as of, of Saturday, it's been uh, almost three months since he was hired. How does that happen? We're shorthanded, yeah, and, and they've got people in HR calling up postmasters to find out how to post a job. Well, part of the problem is when they um, 
merged all the districts, mm-hmm. all these district, all these district people got um, lost their jobs because you're not going to have two people to do the same job, right? So they threw half of them into um, HR, so they have no clue. Our, mm-hmm. our RCA who goes, oh yeah, our RCA who goes to orientation right after Christmas applied in August, the middle of August. There was somehow a holdup on the background check part for him, and it finally just went through this past week. Yeah, we've had, yet we've had two others, one hired and quit since then, and the other one that just went to Academy last week. And, and this is all part of the joys, you know, eliminating 50, you know, what is it, 50,000 or whatever jobs yeah. for management. Mm-hmm. And they're getting pushed into, you know, into positions they're unfamiliar, don't want to do, but, you know, they've got nothing left to do with their lives because they're postal orphans. They have to get, they have to stay in the post office. Yep. And nobody You're else well. will hire them. <laughs> I mean, yeah. So some of these, some of these people we have, we 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 had this one Carmen. She's a, what you call it, a um, new supervisor. We have. She comes in Friday. She has these pink tight fitting jeans that are you know skinnied all the way down to her ankles, and she's wearing four inch heels, and I mean almost stiletto type heels. Okay. And she's going to the side door to talk to the customers about delivery problems. And, and a couple of people went by and says, hey, we ought to put a pole up there so she can make extra money. <laughs> and I said, do um, you really think she'd make any? Oh, yeah. I'm just that saying. Sounds... And then we have postmasters that just, you know, don't bother to come to work. Or they're just so humiliated in themselves because they were bragging on Oh, I know how to deliver mail now because I've helped on a couple routes because this postmaster started as a clerk and then has to run a city route, a city ox route, I should say, that is only maybe three to four hours it takes the guys normally. And it took her seven and a half hours to do this city ox route. And since then, has not shown her face all but maybe three or four times before the carriers leave the office. Normally, wow. she, she waits until all the carriers are gone, then comes in, and then leaves early. She's mm. If she's there for more than four hours a day, it's a miracle, except for on the supervisor's days off. And trust me, I made her wait for me on Thursday. <laughs> that now yeah, was the cl- anyway, closest, so I was going to enjoy it. The, the closest thing our postmaster will get to delivering a route is uh, if he's picking up food for lunch. Because <laughs> he'll often take a uh, Mercedes to, to do that. Oh, jeez. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. She, she's like, well, if yeah. I had the extra LLV, I'd go help deliver packages, but... My car's a lease, and I just can't put the extra miles on it delivering packages. 
basically throwing Tim under the bus because I am nice enough to say, you know, I'll use my car on the ox truck when I just have that. That's fine. Go ahead and use the ox truck, you know, that till his Jeep gets fixed. And I don't have a problem with that one bit, and it's actually probably a good thing he's been using the LLV with the amount of packages he's been getting on that route. Been, and they right. don't like him running second trips on that route because that's the 93-mile route, and it's, you know, t 10 miles to the first box. So if you have to run a second Damn. trip, you know, and the way You're the packages at a minimum come of 30 miles. is, you know, oh, he logged 52 miles one day, and she on a second trip and she about lost her mind on it he's like well what do you expect you know the first box I mean, hell, miles yeah. away yeah yeah i'd expect 93 mile route i mean yeah you're, you're you're looking at two and a half to three hours minimum you know just to service it at, 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 a, at a, a, a normal level yeah you know but yeah. you know at this time of year psh, exactly. you'll be out there all damn day so it's actually been, you know, mm -mm. him using the LLV just because of the sheer package volume has been, I mean, I don't mind it. Go, okay, yeah, I'll use my car on the ox route. Not a big deal. You know, I'll just get paid that EMA for that 39 miles. Whoopee. You know, I can fit everything right. in. No big deal. Even my little ox route, you know, I miss the days of walking out with a half tray of mail, flats, letters, and a couple packages and literally yeah, walk out load i, I can load just carrying the half tray you know and i've been getting i have 98 boxes on that route and i've been getting you know 40 50 packages that's a lot for that little route yeah i'm almost at a thousand boxes Yeah, I'm going to... I'm just, I, 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 I'm, I'll be glad when this is over. Yeah, six yeah. more days. Six more days. Then we go into return season. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> Which is... Oh, God. Is yeah, it, well... Yeah. It's not as bad in my current area as I know in my mm -hmm. old office, but... It's definitely one hell of a Christmas year this year, that's for sure. I mean, I don't know if just the sheer volume lately or the fact that we're so short-staffed everywhere it just kind of adds to it you know where you don't have well who's gonna give me help um i'm the help and i'm already running two routes so sorry about your luck you're running it on your own honey yep that's that's where we're at you know we've got one carrier who she already got slammed by another carrier because she was already putting in for her day after the holidays and it was past 60 days and the other carrier brought it up so they come supervisor and the other carrier come up to me i said yeah unless she's got documentation for something i said yeah it's 60 days 60 day window and she uh that stopped while well, she was madder and mad about that and i don't want to be here and the other carrier who literally i mean this woman i love her to death she'll be 69 years old this year and she's like, if she doesn't want to be here, then she just needs to fucking quit or retire already. She's just going on. It was, I, 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 you know, she's at the point, she's she's just tired of, you know, this carrier who never wants to be there and always expects everybody to help her. 
and you know we're we're done we're tired of helping her mm -hmm. i'm like i'm gonna I guess i'll get situated yeah. with this route because she's supposedly the next one that's going to retire and more likely to be the route that i take over anyways so it's just a matter of time but yeah she's trying to wait until her 10 years are in this next summer and she'll only be 61 so she's you know she's ready to go now if she could if she could well, i figure we're one year and five months for me and i'll be out No, unless I turn around and, uh, you know, run again. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want? What do you want for a present? A pit bull or a Shih Tzu? Because <laughs> you're gonna get a Shih Tzu. I don't want to think about it if the current vice president makes it to president. Oh my God! I, I really, I, I yeah. don't. That'll be the epitome of stupidity. So, Bill, give me your it opinion really on be. these uh, steward Zoom trainings. Um, are, are, you okay. are you signed First, up for the next one? I think I believe I am. Okay. I, I, it's not till next year, though, right? Yeah, a couple weeks away. January. Yeah. The first Thursday of the month there, so on my calendar yeah and, and, the fifth and then we, every month we get the uh local one too so um but yeah i it, you know it's a it's a great pr thing okay Get, making it seem like they're involved in everything but is, is any of that information really helpful pertinent i mean you know um yeah, and I got to watch myself because, you know, when you, you, you're sitting there making the, what you call it, the, uh, the, any comments on there, it's like, I can't turn around and say, well, I'm sick and tired of my DR, you know, well, yeah, settling for language. Because your DR is right there trying to help out. Right there. Exactly. Oh, yeah. So, you know, like when I, when I file a grievance for uh, two 120-day letters, and he settles at step two for language and then, you know, just cuts and paste the 120, you know, um, letter uh, um, article in the settlement. Well, what the fuck? Well, what what incentive does that have to have management, uh, you know, abide by the contract? None. None whatsoever. How much money did we get out of it? Nothing. You know, for over over eight months. How many, so, RC, how many RCAs are getting pushed through and hired? None. None. Yeah. You know, and, and we're we're in the Philadelphia district, okay? So Josh will tell you, you know, what the what kind of people we're getting, yeah. you know, from the Philadelphia district. And you know, it, it's just sad. It, it's yeah, you know, the, the the one guy, you know, well, don't they have a, a direct bus from Philadelphia to here? No, you know, it's nope. thirty miles away, you dumbass. <laughs> you know, the best the best thing you do is you know catch a train to you know like Malvern or Paoli, and, and then you know get an Uber or something because if you have to wait for a, a you know a, a bus, yeah, you'll never get there on time. Um, 
I, I just, like I said, it's a great PR tactic on their part, but I don't, I don't think it's really doing anything that is substantially useful to us. Uh, some of the topics that that we uh, were discussed too, especially with um, um, what's her name? Who, who's our damn dr now? Um, or sewer relations, Bridget? Uh, Bridget's direct labor relations. Um, you're thinking of um, um, what's Shirley, her name? Shirley Baffa. Shirley Baffa, and I'm, I'm sitting there going, like, are are you kidding me? I mean, you know, folks. We already know that this is basic stuff. Why aren't why aren't you giving us something you know meaningful that you know we can actually use? We need the meat and potatoes, uh, not the yeah. not the green beans. And and the problem the problem of it is that you know if, if you're gonna present me you know a situation, don't just give the answers. Walk through how you got to that you know situation. Okay. Walk me, walk me through your your line of reasoning and thinking in regards to how to approach a grievance and how to settle it. Give, give me your reasoning and, and your your line of thought and your questions, what you're looking for, and everything else. Just don't you know pop it out there and say, "Well, this is what you do." Yeah, this. How'd is you get there? Where... I, I I know how you what I know what you're gonna do. Tell me how you arrived there. And then the next one being for the step one meetings, I, I'm really curious. It's like, so why can't you give me an example of a hard grievance uh, or, or something mm -hmm. that, that, you know, really, you know, a, a difficult grievance. Put an example up. I don't care if you change the names and locations, you know, that's fine. Yeah. But give, give me a real example of a really difficult situation and a really difficult grievance and what it, what the steward had to, to to collect and where they went with this and how they came to the settlement i want to see that type of stuff as a local steward i want to see how do i approach these really tough grievances i want to see examples on building you know a case on a hostile work environment or on you know something of that nature that is just these things that some of these carriers and these offices are scared to file on because they're scared of retaliation by management i want to see as a local steward how i can fight this and knit this in the bud for that office you know right mm -hmm. and, and yeah I, I, unlike yourself or me or you know and, you know most experienced stewards and and there, there probably are experienced stewards that are still scared okay um we don't we don't have that problem you know in regards to being intimidated we we create the intimidation we don't suffer it and the the, the problem of it is that a lot of these people that like i said if you don't explain the the line of reasoning on how you approach a, a grievance and the questions you ask and everything they don't understand and then they turn around and they push up to step two, and then they get, you know, basically bitch slapped by the DR or ADR in regards to um, how they should have done it. Well, this is the training that you need to do before you put them out there. Yeah. I think yeah. it should be part that, of... That's what you need to do. Part of the steward training. But I mean... But they, 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 they don't do it, though. 
and they keep bringing up the standard, you know, pocket guide, which is great. But, you know, you put an updated version out, and mine's still from March 2018. And then we get the answer of, instead of sending a new one out to every steward, we get the answer of, oh, you can download it off the website. Right. So are you, do I bill you then for my paper and ink for printing it out so I have it available to look at? Well, like I said, you know, the, the steward training that they're doing now, like I said, to me, it's a uh, public relations, you know, yeah. ploy and, and says that, you know, to me that they're just trying to make it look like, you know, they're doing something without really providing any substance, you know, for, for the stewards. Yeah, I didn't really get a to lot me, of it, like I said, it's. It, it, Building a case file. It's a PR really, ploy. Building the case file. Honestly, I've learned a lot more on building a case file by listening to this, the the uh, City Carrier podcast, Ada Arbitration. I mean, I'm going to give a shout out to Corey, uh, Corey yeah. on that. Yeah. You know, I, I, I listen well, to that one regularly, and I've learned more information off of that one than I have any training I've gotten up from my, my steward system. Mm-hmm. No. You know, what, what, what are you gonna do? I mean, you know, these these people are setting their jobs, you know, the eight the, the DRs, half of the ADRs are setting their jobs and you know, won't ever have to run a route again. Yeah. And haven't ran a route in just, a decade or so. Just, yeah. Just, just because of the fact that, you know, that's the way the political system's set up. And, 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 you know, that, that's the problem with our union. You know, it, all, all it does is it, it's self, uh, it's a self-sustaining monster. It's a leech on the craft because of the fact that, you know, you can't get these people out of there. Mm-hmm. And, and BAFA is, is part, of, part of the problem, too. I mean, you know, um, is she any good or not? Or is she riding on her ex, you know, her deceased husband's name when she got the position and everything? Well, yeah, I, I, you know, I, I, I would agree that, you know, she has risen through the ranks on his name and all. I don't know her real um, background in, in regards to prosecuting grievances and, you know, settling cases. Step two, we, we all have the, uh, the, the, the background information as far as, you know, oh, I've been on this committee. I've been on that committee. I've been, what have you actually done for the craft? That's what I, I want to know. I, I don't want to know all the other bullshit you've been appointed to by your 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 peers on the national board or at the state level. I want to know what you've done for the fucking craft. Mm-hmm. And you don't you, you don't hardly ever get get you know, an answer to that. No, you don't. No, you don't. And I I can tell you when I was. A steward, and she was our area NRO. Um, I personally didn't have any, you know, personal dealings with her, but I know some of the things that came up that she ended up getting involved in were taken care of. So I know she was, in that aspect, actually doing something. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, you know, it, it, in Pennsylvania, 
I've got enough people complaining about the ADRs and, and, and DRs in regards to not, you know, following up, not filing or saying that you have no grounds. And I'm sitting there going, well, hold on, I'm just a local steward. But, uh, you know, I, I can cite you five examples whatsoever around the top of my head in regards to having grounds for that particular grievance. So, you know, how come an ADR and a DR doesn't? Well, that, that means they'd have to work, wouldn't they? The same way Mike Swain turns around and, you know, he, he hands these things back to me, step two settlements that, you know, no, nothing is resolved and, and it's just a matter of language. Oh, well, I got your fucking language. Stop giving me fucking language. Mm -hmm. You know, get, pay, pay me the money. Pay, give me a penalty against management that'll prevent them from continuing this practice. But that's not what you get. And, and, and that's what, you know, that's where I say, we, we, you know, it's a great PR stunt in regards to, you know, having these steward meetings, okay, the Zoom, Zoom meetings. Mm -hmm. But give us the bread and butter to it, you know, give us the meat. Don't, don't, don't just, you know, throw some whipped cream on there and say, this is how you do it. Yeah, it's all done. Topping, everything's there. I, I, I want to know how you got to that. I want to know exactly the process, your line of thought, the line of you know reasoning that you put together yourself in regards to approaching how to ask the questions, what questions to ask, you know, um, where to look for the information, you know, all that, all that stuff. I mean, you know, as much as I do know that there's there's a ton more that I need to know. Yeah, I, I, uh, and I mean, you know. Yeah, give me give me some meat. How many savers. times? How, 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 how many times have you have you turned around and you know you you know the answer you know you know something to a grievance and you, you can't put your fingers on it and all that? Okay, you, give give me the avenue to find that. Okay, give give me the ability to sit back and say, okay, this is where I'm going to go to look for this. You know a, anything? I mean, you know. I, I, you know, any little bit of guidance w would be, you know, phenomenal, but you don't get that at all. Th this, th this is, this is what you do. Okay. Well, how'd you get there? Well, don't worry about it. This, th this is the answer you need. Well, I need to know how you arrived at that answer. You know, yep. I need to know what, what, what your line of reasoning was in approaching it in that fashion. I, I need to know, you know, uh, why you would go like 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 there's some questions that I, I I wouldn't think to ask because to me it's so common sense. But yet if you don't ask them, it doesn't set up the next question, which is the one you need to be answered. You know? Yep. I mean, have you ever have you ever had a you know a, a you know you, you go to a, a step one meeting and you go through and you settle it and it gets pushed up and then you say, God, I should have asked this. Oh, I should have asked that. But it didn't occur to you because, okay, to you, it, it's common sense. But that's not how this works. And and that's the frustrating part is that, you know, you would think that if you ask a, 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 a question, um, and, 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 it, and it's basically black and white, okay? 
that, you know, it should garner the answer, the response, you know, and the settlement that you're seeking. But you didn't ask the right question at the right time, you know, in the right situation. And guess what? It's going to get thrown out. And, and that pisses me off because it's like, damn, you know, why didn't I think of that? Or why didn't I do this? Or why didn't, yeah. But that's part of the learning curve. And the learning curve could be greatly enhanced if you give me your uh, you know your line of reasoning on how you do things and how you how you a, a arrived at a situation or arrived at a, a discussion in you know regards to how how I got there okay I I want to know how you got to a certain um let's say uh divergent in the road when you're asking your questions do I go to the right? Do I go to the left? Do I go straight to the subject? Okay. Are there, you know, uh, uh, auxiliary uh, uh, explanations or excuses or, or, or definitions that I should be looking for in regards to eliciting the right response I want to win this grievance? It, you know, there, there's a lot more to it, and they, they don't even scratch the surface on it. Uh, well, like in in my case, when I was a steward, there was only three three rural routes at the time. Plus one RCA, so there's four of us total, including myself. It was a year and a half after I was certified before I had my first real grievance. Mm -hmm. And I called the ADR that I was under at the time. And I'm talking to him, and I'm like, is there any way you can come and help me? He's like, well, you have to get the DR's permission because I don't think they're going to pay me to do your job while you know that you're supposed to be doing Right. And I'm like, you know, luckily it was a slam dunk, and the situation with the, it was the, R, you know, with the RCA the one supervisor was more pissed off about the situation than the RCA was. So he pretty much gave me, he had to get district approval for, for monetary, which ended up being 0.8 click, right. which is what, 48 minutes. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You know, pay her for 48 minutes. Yeah. So uh, it ended yeah, up. How sad is that? You know, 48 minutes. Well, but because the supervisor was more upset and pissed off about the situation in regards to what happened than the sub was, he was willing to pedal, you know, do what he needed to do to settle this to make her, you know, to make it right. So we got the language saying, you know, cease and desist, they won't do that again. And they made her whole as if she actually ran her sub record mm. um, for the evaluation of the route. Um, rather than, you know, instead of the eight hours, it was 8.8. .8. She should have gotten So, 
you know, and what, and to be honest, I think they just tacked on an extra 0.8 hours on her the next time she ran Sunday Amazon. So it didn't even come out of his budget. So it was a win-win for him also. But yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I guess this goes to Kristen. Have you ever run into a situation where it's been pushed up to step two, and you know the the, the ADR turns around and says, "Well, this is what you should have asked for. Is that you should have asked for?" And it's like, "Well, okay. Well, where 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 was that? In my training, okay. Yeah, uh, no, at, at, at what point? Personally, dealt with that. Yeah. I mean, you know, to, to me, you know, it, it, it's kind of obvious in, in certain situations. And it's like, well, folks, I mean, you know, really? Uh, you know, you, you, you could have done a lot better on this, you know, situation if, if you'd uh, just, you know, basically gave me, you know, the insight. And, and it's not like handing you the answers, but explaining how you got there. That's That's more important to me than, you know, just saying... Well, this is where you look it up at. Okay, that's that's fine and dandy, but uh, that doesn't do me jack shit, you know, in, in regards to you know developing my train of thought, my line of reasoning, into the developing the questions that I need. I mean, you know, I know that might be a bit much for somebody to say, um, you know, well, well, Bill's stuck here. Okay, I, all right. Because my mind works differently, and and I assume that common sense is a uh, a given feature of life, but we all know that's common. not true. Sense is not that common. Yeah, the common we, sense. Yeah. Use, and we do know it's the. But I'm going to yeah. use. If it makes sense, they do the opposite. Yeah. And Bill, I mean, I'm going to use the analogy for what you were just saying. It's like in elementary school, in math class. You know, two plus two is four. Well, don't give me the answer. Show me how you got it. Yeah. I mean, show, you know, telling somebody the answer is not teaching them anything. And the, you know, and it was someone had put it to me later on. Well, the showing. Show writing out and showing the process of how you did the simple math is how you're going to be able to work the harder math, right? You know, so showing me how to work on this particular case, how you got to this resolution step by step, on how you got the resolution for the simple case is going to help me. When I have that complex case, because mm -hmm. they'll be like, oh, that's right. I did this, this, and they did this, this, and this, which that, you know, allows you to um, actually. Um, and, that, and that's what I'm saying. You, you, you need that guidance on, like I said, explaining the mindset, you know, and, and it is a mindset. Uh, of how you arrived at, at a, a certain line of reasoning, deduction, um, you know, you, you, all the things that you need to do to, to make sure that you are, you know, 
basically, you know, doing it right. I mean, you know, sure, it, it might seem, you know, kind of, you know, ordinary for you or easy. But, you know, we, we're not familiar with that line of reasoning. We're, we're not familiar with the, you know, the, the chain of thought that you use to approach a situation. Um, I, I know like what, like uh, the ADR in our office, he'll, he'll turn around, he'll file agreements and he'll, he'll say, including but not limited to these articles. And he'll put all kinds of unrelated articles in there just to make it look like he's, he's done the work. And he, and he explained to me that, you know, he does that just to confound them because of the fact that they're not sure whether or not they violated the article or not. But if you have a, a bunch of them lined up against them, they think they've already done wrong and they usually settle for it. I'm like, okay, what happens when they look into it? Yeah, exactly. What happens when you get that one supervisor management that actually does their research and mm -hmm. sees, wait a minute, I didn't go against this at all. Yeah. So why are you trying to... I, I didn't violate this article, yeah. And so say so, you know, I, 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 with bullshit. Mm-hmm. Well, mm -hmm. you know, if you can't dazzle them with brilliance, baffle them with bullshit. And, and that's what he does. I mean, you know, I, I, I you know, to, to me, you know, okay, if that works for you, all right. But I, I can't do that because of the fact that, you know, I, I can't then turn around and support those arguments at a, at a step one, you know, grievance. Yep. And if I can't support them, then, then I really look like an ass, don't I? Well, <laughs> you look like an ass anyway. Well, well yes. yeah, yeah, you know, that's okay. But yeah, you know, in regards to you know actually winning the settlement, you know, I don't want to look like an ass. You know, going in there and trying to push fucking the, you know the agenda that has no merit whatsoever. I mean, you know, well, I hate, it, to, hate to tell you, but you know, I, I do have some scruples. You know, if it's, I could understand throwing an article in there if. It's something that potentially, depending on how your investigation goes. Yeah. You know, all right, it might be, but as you're in, you could always just not, you know, either amend it to remove or actually find where it does coordinate with. Mm -hmm. Just to say, And I'm just throwing Article 24. You violate Article 24 is like, wait a minute. <laughs> what does them refusing to follow an order have to do with union? You know, being offered union. Mm hmm. And, and and I'll tell you what that that's that that still takes me back to the ELM. When you when you do uh six six five point one five about following in orders and grieving grieving afterwards after the fact, and I'm, I'm right. still sitting there arguing with that one. Is that like, well, hold it, this is not a matter of questioning an order. This is a direct violation of the contract. There is no question to it. So, am I really mandated to follow that direct order? If, if it's known to be a, a direct violation of the contract. And 
I say no. I, I say you know you shouldn't have to follow a, a direct order in that situation. And you know I, I'm I'm willing to put my job on the line and test that theory out. I'm waiting for the day that that comes up because I will I I will I will put my job on the line for that one and say sorry you know I I carry that in my backpack every day just so that if it ever happens I'm gonna pop that up and I'm gonna argue and say well then you know if you know you think I'm violating that that then EP me. Because, you know, that's what it comes down to. You're not questioning an order. You know, you're challenging that, the, you know, the fact that they are knowingly violating a direct order, uh, a contractual amendment. Yeah, and, and it's funny because, you know, the, the one idiot turned around and said, well, I'm not violating a direct order. This is just a matter of a uh, MOU. I said, you know, the MOU is contractually, you know, uh, you know, part of our con- you know, part of our contract that it, it it has to be you know obeyed just as if it was written in the original contract. It's an amendment. Yep. Well, I don't look at it that way. It, nobody asked you to look at it. It's the way it's written. Period. It, it's not a matter of how you interpret. Don't that, and that's what I always say. Don't interpret what it says. Read what it says. Yep. You know, and if it says A, then, you know, guess what? You're wrong. If it says B, then, you know, I'm wrong. But, you know, if, if it says, you know, that, you know, you, you're basically, you know, giving them a, a, a direct order that you are know, knowingly violating the contract, then, you know, I don't believe you have to obey that order. And I think that's, that's us, me. There's many of us that would agree with you on that. Yeah. I mean, if you now you got to remember too, a direct order that is the, blatantly disregarding going against the contract. You know, yeah. to me that would be immoral. Now you have to remember this too, okay? The ELM is a training manual. Yes. It's it's not contractually, you know, something that we have to make. It's a training manual for management, not for us. So how can you say that we have to obey something that that isn't contractually agreed upon as, you know, gospel? You know, I'm I'm willing to test that one. Day in and day out, I'll test it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, on a brighter note, that... uh settlement for the RCAs for uh, their delayed um, leave earning that was supposed to go in effect back in September. And then right. they, they, they settled right. to, uh, you know, the $80 per pay period actually for showed two. up. Yeah. Actually showed up on uh, this last page. Oh, it did. Huh? Yes. Yes. I, I noticed on a lot of the Facebook groups, all the RCAs going, what is this grievance settlement? eighty hundred $160 or $80 twice and everybody's like some of them were completely clueless and the rest of us are like uh yeah that's from them saying oh sorry we couldn't get your leave set up in time oh by the way you know that's your union working for you yeah whole up 160 yeah all $80 of it. and then after taxes it came out hold on but the funny- after taxes it came out to like $52 and change each week so ooh 104 bucks 
Well, they'll, they'll take that. You know. 100 bucks that you, you didn't have before. Granted, the weave probably would have been nicer for if and when you can ever take it. Yeah. Um, but the funny thing, where what makes me laugh about that was when they put it on the website or, you know, when they posted that, you don't see, you see labor sent that to the NRLCA. Yeah. Sent that to the union as basically, hey, we screwed up. Um, this is the settlement that we're looking, you know, that we're going to give you. Yep. Please sign an acknowledgement. Yeah, there was no grievance on the union side, yeah. but it was management it, coming and saying, right. it hey. was it w- Management's the one that came to us and said, hey, look, we screwed up, you know, so at least they owned their shit. For a change. You know, and I know, yeah, I know, um, Kristen, your, your stance on it was they had six months to do it. There shouldn't have been no reason they couldn't. And I'm not disagreeing with you, but the fact that they actually came to us and said, look, we screwed up. We'll pay everyone $80 a week, you know, $20 an hour for the two pay, you know, $80 a pay period. Yeah. Yeah. $20 an hour per, you know, per hour of leave, which is four hours is $80 a pay period. Which is kind of funny now that the 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 pays pays uh, adjustments have gone through is actually only six cents less than what they're making as an RCA now. Exactly, I, I kind of laughed with that too. <laughs> yeah, you know, ooh, making, funny how that worked out, huh? We're making nineteen ninety four an hour. Woohoo! Yep. Wow. We actually earned on this one. It was in your benefit. Ooh, a few pennies there, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a whole whopping What's that? forty-eight Six, cents. Well, twenty. Yep. Which See, you know, they they just there, took there's taxes that. Anyway, so. Such an ingrate! I'm telling you. Oh my! You, you think you'd be dancing in the this street by now? Friday. This check we're getting Friday should have my step increase on it. Ooh. I should have almost mm. 30 hours of overtime on this check, too. I'll know tomorrow night after I get done, I'll be able to. Yeah, look. I won't. I won't. If you include if you include this past Saturday with, with my K-Day anyway, um, then it was... 40 hours total that I worked. Slacker. S, you know, approximately. Slacker. Well, I, um, hey, I'm not working of, anything more than I have to. I, I had an extremely severe to. case of glaucoma on Wednesday, so. And this past week, there's only two routes in the office I didn't run. <laughs> I'm running one of those tomorrow. Slacker. I'm running one of those tomorrow. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah. You have the other four days to get the rest of them. Yeah. I'm, as of right now, I'm just scheduled on my ox route Tuesday through Friday. 
Wow. I, yeah, I, I know once a couple people look at the schedule, they'll they'll change that. That's why I'm going to go in tomorrow and say I'm only running my ox route Friday because I have to do Christmas shopping. And I won't be done Saturday right. running the double in time to do it. I have done none, so. Now, that, that, that brings up a question for me, okay? Okay. The... Our, my, my DR, Mike Swain, actually said, and, and, and I quote, that management's not re actually required to put up a schedule. I have always been and told, I'm sitting and, there going, I, and I've been told by my ADR and DRs that on the rural side, they're just supposed to inform you of any schedule changes. They're not yeah. technically have to post a schedule for the rural Somewhere, side. I could have sworn somewhere in one of the documents, manuals, something, it says something about um, Wednesday, the Wednesday before. Yeah, that's what I thought too. But I, I couldn't tell you possibly the M38, but I couldn't tell you where. I was leaning towards the M38. Yeah, if it is. Well. I don't know. I can look real quick. I have it right here. Yeah. Huh. Don't know right off hand. But... I, I thought that was kind of strange for him to, to, to say something like that. I'm like. That's uh, not what I was under the impression of. I I have heard it in the past as well. I could see that for regulars, just for the sheer fact of, you know, you're a regular. You have your... regulars don't have a schedule. Exactly. Well, regulars have a set schedule. Right. You know, unless you're in a formula office and or you mutually agreed to with management to change it, your relief day is Saturday. You know, in a formula office, well, it is whatever the set day of the week is, unless you're like me and have the rotating Friday, Saturday. But but there is language in there that says that they have to have the schedule posted, and, and if they make changes, it has to be within a reasonable amount of time and, and you have to have a reasonable amount of notice. And I, I know I've seen it. I just, you know, again, here we are in a situation. I've seen it. Okay. And, and where, had, did, where, where did I see it? You know? Okay. You have and, this and I, knowledge, you know, inform me. Where Where is it so I can look it up? You know, you, you don't have to hand it to me. But, you know, at least point me in a direction I can look it up and find out whether my argument has validity to it or not. Right. You know, if you at least tell me the manual or document it came from, mm -hmm. if you can point me to the what section, that's great. Or page, right. you know, page number, that's even better. But at least give me the manual or document it came from. Mm hmm so, yeah. like, you know, like you said, so I can look and see myself. Well, would that be too much to ask for, you know? Apparently. Oh, yeah. And, you know, like I said, you know, knowledge is power. If you control the knowledge, yeah, you control the power. You can control, you know, the money. And, and that, that's what this is all about. 
Mm-hmm. And they do a good job at that. And, you know, the thing of it is, you know, you, you, you're the ones that have all day to sit around and, and you know, learn this stuff or, you know, uh, absorb it. And, and we don't. I mean, you know, we, we don't have we, we have a regular job to work on top of this. So, you know, we're, we're at a disadvantage, you know, from that standpoint. And, you know, you should be there as like reference material, you know, in my estimation. Mm-hmm. So, so well, that you know, we, we have direction on where to go, where to look, what, you know, what to look for. But then again, you know, that, that's me being naive. And then you have, like, for example, you know, well, I know you you are in a similar situation, but, like, Kristen, who's the only RCA that's up and running in her office, running, if she's lucky, a regu- one regular route in a day. Mm-hmm. She doesn't have the time to get Stuart time. Yeah to address these things and i'm sure there's many of stewards out there that are in a similar situation you know like i said i know you know talking with you you've been swamped also at your office but as a regular carrier it's easier for you to get the time than for Kristen, right especially right now well it, it would be easier, except for I, I don't even get any time. You know, I mean, we, we don't have any time to spare. So I, I just I, I, I just tag everything with one hour prep for, you know, my my grievances. Mm-hmm. And, and they pay me that that that's just, you know, folks, you're going to pay me one way or the other. So you might as well mm-hmm. agree to a pay me at least one hour for everything I do. Right. Yeah, that, that's why I've got eleven, you know, <laughs> eleven, Z, eleven days. Z days right now. Oh, jeez. Yeah, because you know that there is no time for us, you know, to, to take off. You know that that that's unheard of, you know, right now. I mean, Jesus. And, and that's why it, you know. a lot of us local stewards end up doing a lot of our research time at home on our own time. On our own time, yeah. Because we don't right. have the time, or in my case, I there, I don't even have internet access in my office unless I'm on an office computer. So, oh, God, yeah. or unless I take my laptop in and, you know, use a hotspot on my phone. That's why I have predominantly most of the manuals and stuff like that downloaded on my phone, which I took my own personal right. time. That way, I can just click on it real quick and be like, oh, yeah, let me look at that. Yep, that section, blah, 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 of whatever one I'm looking at. Just, just out of curiosity, because I don't, I don't remember, and I think I accrued in the two-plus years one Z-Day, <coughs> um, which I ended up taking quickly. Are Z days the same as like O and X days where you're supposed to use them within 12 weeks or? No, no. Are they, they just are there until you use it. Until you use them. Right. Like I, you know, like I said, supposed to, because I know, I know people that have X days that they've had banked for years. Mm-hmm. Actually, we had a supervisor a few years back that moved out of state. Um, 
who had an X day on her, you know, still showing up on her um, pay stub, and she's been a, she was a supervisor for ten years at that point. It's like I'm never going to be able to take it. I'll, I'll never, I can never use it. Yeah, because you know, once you go with your suit, you know, to the desk, you can't use, can't, you know, you're no longer in the rural craft, so you can't use it. And um, she's like, I have this X day that I just can't use. And I know she was a supervisor for at least ten years before she moved, you know, relocated. Yeah, Jesus, it's it's not after nine already. I know. Yeah, Is there anything else we wanted to? Going back to the scheduling, um, Article thirty point one point D in the contract. Just says schedule is responsibility of employers. Schedule shall be realistic based upon the receipt and availability of the mail. Roll carrier will receive reasonable advance notice when the schedule is to be changed. Uh, What's that? Thirty point one. Yeah, it just says the carrier will receive notice of the change no longer no later than the Saturday of the service week preceding the effective week of the change. I have, I mean, I've looked at the M38 and everything else, and all it talks about is the daily, you know, evaluation schedule, even, you know, 20 minutes right. within your depart time. Um, daily schedule should be established to coincide with the daily evaluation of the route, and adjusted periodically as required. Yeah, there is nothing, I have yet to see anything in writing that says something is supposed to be posted by the Wednesday prior or of any of that as far as i know and, and then like i said what i have heard when it comes to schedules it's basically there technically isn't a schedule for the rural side yeah even in the 603 is still talking about the daily evaluation times mm. and start times for schedules yeah I don't know if that was just a spoken thing, but I have yet to see it in actual black and white. Unless it affects a different craft and they just something that they carry over to everybody. <clears throat> uh, here's a step four from 20, 2005. Um... The issue of the grievance concerns whether management is required to provide a leave replacement employee's reasonable notice when work assignment changes are necessary. Uh, parties agree scheduling's responsibility of management, except in emergency situations. Management deems it necessary to change or modify intended work assignment of a leave replacement employee. Management will make reasonable efforts to notify employee in a timely manner. Yeah. So that's kind of confusing. You know, you have to have a schedule, but you don't have to have a schedule. You have to give notice, but that's based on if you're changing it. So does that mean you're supposed to have a schedule? You know, what? Yeah, there's really. Do, do, you know, do you, don't you? You know. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't. I, honestly, I'll try I have not yet to see anything in black out. and white about that. But all right, guys, we'll go ahead. It's after nine o'clock. We'll wrap it up for tonight. And I know we all have tomorrow's Monday. 
Yay. Yeah. I'm going to try to get in early tomorrow, do a partial run. Um, no, we did our parcel runs this, um, this afternoon. So basically all I have tomorrow for my ox route in the 48K that I'm running is whatever the post office brings because we unloaded practically all the Amazon except for some smalls. And I even went through the smalls this morning. And if they had something going out with a bigger package, I took it right out with me. So whatever the post office decides to drop off of for me tomorrow is what I have. Yeah. Besides the one lady going off of hold who already has 10 packages, I wish I could have delivered them today. <laughs> this woman is notorious she goes on hold like every other week and just orders constantly while she's gone that way when she gets back there's a stack of packages lined up at her garage for her and then she has a talking yeah we, we, we have a uh... talking security system so if you hit it just right it talks to you and you know how many times me and the regular have wanted to turn around and flip it off or say something back <laughs> <laughs> We, we, we got a carrier. He's got uh, three quarters of a hamper sitting at his case we, uh, with packages for his ladies on hold. And it's like, you know, he's going to have to make a trip just to drop her stuff off. <laughs> I know. Right. So on that Ridiculous. note, let's wind it down. Any last thoughts there, Josh? Um, just, it's that time of year. Be safe. Um, watch for your stepping especially if it's getting later in the evening. Um, don't get overwhelmed. If you do, take a step back, take a breath, step back in. Um, one more week, people. One more week. And I'm not saying it won't happen, but I'm guessing at this point, we'll talk to you after New Year's. Yeah. Yeah, I think we're going to wait because uh, next Sunday is uh, Christmas, and I know we'll all be following Sunday is New Year's. And the following was New Year's, so we'll call it good for a couple more weeks, and we'll we'll start back up uh, after after the New Year. Bill, your final uh, thoughts after New Year's. tonight? Yep. Oh, yeah, both of you, Mike, uh, you know, Benjamin, everybody, enjoy the holidays with your family. You know, let's get through this week. Two days off, you know, to recuperate, and, and like you said, then the return starts. <laughs> yeah, return season. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, but, uh, you know, be safe out there. Take care of yourselves. Look out for each other. Uh, look out for the elderly, you know, especially this time of year. Uh, you know, they're homebound. And uh, be safe. You're the most important delivery of the day. Get your ass home to your loved ones and uh, try to enjoy what little bit of the holiday we, we get at this uh, time of year and enjoy the enjoy your family. Don't worry about the gifts or anything else, but enjoy your loved ones. Absolutely. Yep, like I said, six more days of holiday hell. And uh, we will... Uh, talk to all of you guys in a couple weeks i want to wish everybody out there a merry christmas happy new year stay safe um if you're going to go out and celebrate that new year please have a designated driver um i definitely uh definitely need to deliver yourself back home after the holidays celebrations so on that note we will uh we'll be back in a couple weeks everybody take care night all